At some point in your startup's journey, you are likely to find yourself in a situation where, although the company is doing well and growing, you haven't hit the milestones necessary to raise your next round of funding. And you're running out of runway. Maybe you're down to just a few months of capital left in the bank. What should you do to make sure you avoid what pilots call controlled flight into the terrain. You don't want to ride your company all the way into the ground when it craters. Running out of money is the ultimate sin. Today, I'm going to talk about some of the options you have and how to consider which of one of two states you need to achieve to survive this situation. Greetings, founders. Welcome to Fill the Boot, the science of startups. I'm your host, Lance Cottrell, and I'm here to help you along the difficult journey and vertical learning curve you're going to encounter in your startup process. I know what it's like. I've been there myself, and I've helped countless other founders on their journeys. This episode is part of a series on running your startup. I'll put a card up there so you can see the rest of the episodes on that topic. We have a number of different series to help you along your startup journey, from getting going, raising money, pitching your startup, running your business, information that you need to know as a founder, and interview with investors and successful entrepreneurs. Again, I'll put up a card to our channel so you can see all the content we have available. You can also get this episode and every other episode, both as a blog at feeltheboot.com or on our podcast, available on all the common podcast aggregators. An experienced investor once told me the number one rule of being a founder is don't run out of money. And the second rule is don't run out of money. And the third, fourth, and fifth rules are also don't run out of money. And he made such a big deal about this and constantly harped on this to all of the founders he worked with because it is the ultimate sin you can commit as a founder. But what happens when you are in fact starting to run out of money? So bottom line upfront, you need to act quickly to correct this issue. Time is not on your side. If you've got six months to go and you have your burn rate, you now have 12 months of runway. Whereas if you have one month of runway and you have your burn rate, you now just have two months and that's probably not long enough to actually accomplish anything. But you're still gonna hit the ground. It's too late to pull up. So the earlier you can act and the more aggressively you can act, the more likely you will have the time to be able to get your business back on its feet. Remember, if you wait too long, you'll end up negotiating with investors over a barrel. You won't have the option to walk away and look for a better deal, and that almost certainly means a bad outcome for you and your previous investors. If you find yourself in the situation where your runway is starting to get short, you need to ask yourself one question. Are you really likely to get more funding in the near future? If the answer is yes, then you can start focusing on just making sure that you have enough runway to get you to the milestones to close out that round. If the answer is no, then you need to take other more drastic measures to make sure that the company still exists in a few months. If additional funding is imminent, either because you have some of the round closed already or you're about to hit the milestones you need and have a clear path to fundraising, then the key for you is extending your runway. And it isn't rocket science to work out that the two things you need to do in this case are to reduce spending so that your burn rate goes down and secondarily to increase revenues. But importantly, don't increase revenue 
at the expense of growth. Because if your growth curve changes, it can negatively impact your valuation and potentially scare off the investors that you're trying to close at this moment. This is not the time for subtlety. You need to be taking drastic action to substantially reduce your run rate to make a meaningful difference in the amount of runway that you have from this point. So you need to be cutting expenses, slashing uh, any kind of unnecessary subscriptions, get rid of any unnecessary expenses. And it is amazing what actually counts as unnecessary. To me, if it's not keeping the lights on, seriously consider cutting it off, right? If it doesn't mean that your customers stop getting the services that they need, consider slashing that, pausing it, pushing off payments, potentially cutting payroll, skipping your salary, asking your employees to skip their salary or take an IOU or take equity at the moment, uh, delay purchases, anything you need to do to reduce the amount of money going out the door for the few months that you need to get the investment capital into your bank. You might even think about renegotiating or terminating your lease if you have office space. Now, if you do need to make investments to continue the growth of your company, make sure that they all have a return on investment within 30 days. Anytime you're bringing on a new employee or contractor, buying software or hardware, licenses, advertising, things like that, any of those need to return their capital to you on a very short time scale. This is not the time to be making long-term investments in the business when you only have a couple of months to live. Unless you have most of your round already soft circled or committed, I'd start worrying about my runway when it gets down to about six months because filling out a round can often take much longer than you expect. It's at that point that I would start tightening the belt, trying to reduce my burn rate so that I'm extending out the runway that I have available. And you can ramp that up over time. You don't need to take radical action as soon as you hit six months. But I'd say you certainly don't want to ever get below three months. And you can incrementally ramp up the tightening and reducing your burn rate to extend out that runway on an ongoing basis. And really, you want to make sure that you never get below three months. And you can hover at three months as long as you can continue to tighten and tighten and tighten. Each month, you should reevaluate how you're doing in your fundraising efforts and decide realistically are you going to be able to close this round within the time available? And if the answer turns to no, then you need to move on to the other option, which is moving towards sustainability. I ran into exactly this situation with my startup, Anonymizer, back in 2000. Now, this was right around the period of the dot-com collapse, which made things very interesting. Fortunately, we had two options in front of us. One, we had an angel investor that had offered to put in a substantial investment that would give us a good long runway and allow us to execute on our plan. And two, we were approached by a major public company that wanted to acquire us for a reasonable amount. So we were looking very seriously at both of these. Unfortunately, this being the dot-com collapse, the angel investor, evaporated and was not interested in giving, putting his money into a startup, and the company we were negotiating with, their stock price went from 30 to three during the course of our few weeks of negotiation, and they got cold feet as well, which left us in the difficult situation of a very short runway and no prospects of bringing in any additional investment. So we had to focus like a laser on cutting every possible cost and increasing revenue as quickly as possible so we could pull out of this rapid descent and get to at least 
a break-even scenario. And that's what we were able to do. It was a hard slog and we came pretty close. We ended up with about two weeks of working capital in the bank when we finally leveled out. And that lasted for about 18 months before we were able to start achieving real growth, bringing in additional investment and climbing back out of the hole we'd gotten into. So when you're in this short runway scenario, and it turns out that your hopes of investment are a bit of a pipe dream, they're certainly not gonna happen in the short term, you need to focus on survival and getting to break even as quickly as possible. People often talk about moving your business from default dead to default alive, and that's what this means. When you're at break even or cash flow positive, you now have an infinite runway to achieve what you need, get the growth, potentially bring in investors, or whatever else you need to do to get your business back into a growth mode. I often refer to this as the cockroach strategy because people always say that after the nuclear apocalypse, the only thing that'll be still crawling around, living on all the remains, are the cockroaches. And you, you need to embrace that strategy because you can't win if you don't survive. And so survival becomes the number one objective, assuming your company is fundamentally strong and viable, but you have a path to hitting that break-even in the reasonably short term. Now, if that's not one of your options, then you might wanna go back and watch another episode I did on whether to persevere, pivot, or get out of the business, just quit, because those are really your options. If you don't have any runway and you don't have a path to making money and you don't have a path to raising money, it may be time to just roll up this tent and move on to some other spot and start a new business in a new location from scratch. So in the scenario where you need to get to break even and there's no investors on the horizon, growing revenue becomes more important. You need to do all the things we were talking about before with extending your runway, but now growing revenue is important regardless of the impacts. So you can do things that may in fact severely impact growth, like removing the freemium version of your product or raising prices or restructuring your pricing model in a way that brings in more cash. You can even accelerate payments in some ways or change from annual to monthly or monthly to annual, right? To get more cash in the door right away. Anything you can do to increase those revenues in the short term, you should do. It will have some impact on your valuations because we're gonna see a bit of a dip in your revenue, but it's far better to have a dip and take the valuation impact from that than to go to zero and have no valuation at all. This is also when you need to be thinking about making even more drastic cuts. At this point, I assume there is no longer any fat on the business. So when you're making these cuts, you will be making cuts into meat and it will hurt. But to survive, you need to make them anyway. When you look at the cuts, the question isn't, can you make that cut? But how can you cut that expense? You need to get creative and it can make things difficult. They may not be very palatable choices. It may make life far more difficult in the short term, but you need to do those things and do them very, very quickly when there's no funding on the horizon. That's probably going to include layoffs. Layoffs suck. We all hate letting people go, especially good teammates. Now, if they're very motivated, they might be willing to stay on for equity or future compensation or some other structure that you can put in place. But some people can't afford to work for free, so you may just need to let those people go. But remember, if the company craters, 
everyone's losing their job. So it isn't a great outcome, but it can allow you to survive and then at some future time, potentially even rehire some of those people that you had to let go. Whichever situation you're in, the number one priority is to make sure that you don't fly the plane into the ground. Start pulling up early, get those revenues, cut those costs, and make sure that you can get either to break even or to funding to allow you to have the possibility of succeeding in the future. Thanks for watching this episode. If you found it useful, please give it a like. It tells the algorithm that you're interested in this kind of content. If you've watched a number of my videos, I'd appreciate it if you could also subscribe. It makes a huge difference to a channel like this and it helps YouTube take us more seriously and show us to more other founders. And that's my whole purpose is helping founders like you. If you'd like to get more content, I encourage you to go to feeltheboot.com. All of this information is available as blogs. We have a podcast, but if you sign up for our mailing list, in addition to getting notified of every new episode and member exclusive content, I post a link to allow you to schedule time on my office hours. I provide free advising to everyone who listens to Feel the Boot, uh, and you can sign up for that there. I love talking to founders like you. If you wanna meet other founders like you, come to the Feel the Boot Founders Alliance. I'll put a link to all this down in the description. There you can get advice and support, bounce ideas off other founders who are along the journey that you're taking. So, till next time, ciao.